you're, you're live, you're on. Remove. There we go. Got a little technical difficulty there. Good afternoon, everybody. I think I'm on now. Going to fire that producer later. No, I can't. I'm married to her. I can't get rid of her. I love her too much. Thanks, Caroline. She goes, don't ever say my name. Don't ever, you know, bring me into this. Don't ever do it, you know. And here she did it to herself by clicking that button. You got to see you live on Facebook, YouTube, and every other place on the planet in the universe. So anyway, that's Caroline. She does a great job. Anyway, welcome to Mortgage Madness with Mike Hobbs. I'm Mike Hobbs. I'm your host. Hey, welcome. Thank you for tuning in today. Without you, I do not exist. This show doesn't go on. It's meant for you. It's meant to bring some quality information to you. Have some fun doing it. Be controversial a little bit too, but really give you what you want. I'm wearing glasses today because I'm uh, in a different setting. If you've watched the show, you usually know I'm in the studio or background in my office or what have you. Here I'm at home. I'm at home because, as you can see out that window, right there it is, that window behind the snowman, you'll see that it's snowing. It's a snow day. The schools are canceled today. And uh, we're supposed to get like 10 inches or 12 inches of snow or more. I don't even know. It feels like a lot more than that. I was out blowing snow just a few minutes ago. My hands are still warming up a little bit. So I was wearing this, and I'm staying warm on top of my head. Because I've got thinning hair. So it's a beautiful day. You're in, we're in Coeur d'Alene. So just so you know, it's uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and it is snowing. Beautiful. A lot of snow. And uh, the roads are uh, treacherous and slippery. So be careful if you're local. And if you're not local, you're somewhere else sunny, like in uh, Camarillo, California, where I hail from. Uh, I've talked to a few folks from there today, and it's, it's nice weather out there. Well, anyway, you don't have to endure the snow. So welcome to Mortgage Madness. Thank you very much, Mike Hobbs. Talk about a few things. We we talked about the show, which was uh, date your mortgage, marry your home. So date your mortgage, marry your home. You can always get another rate. You can't always get another home. So when you're thinking about buying, and I know there's a lot of hesitation out there in the marketplace to buy, but don't. Hey, it's still a good time to buy. And rates are coming down. You know, we've been flat for the last two and a half weeks uh, with the, uh, it was the uh, consumer confidence, I think, that was up. Um, so they had, uh, and also it was the uh, inflationary report that came out. It was a little lower than expected, slower or dropped a little bit. And so that caused the bond markets and what have you, the treasuries to uh, move down a little bit, up and down, uh, inverse. And uh, that caused our rates to drop uh, quite a bit. And then they held. They haven't done a lot. I don't know that's going to continue because it depends on, you know, economic news and what's happening. They may move back up. So I don't expect those, nor do the uh, experts expect that to stay there for long. But who cares? We don't really care. The lower interest rates are great. And we'll take advantage of those now. So if you're out there and you're hunting, hey, give me a call. You can reach me right there at the bottom of the screen, uh, 208-643-2865. All my stats are there. You can get me on my website, which is just my name, Mike Hobbs, and then numeral one.com. You can find me there and communicate with me there. You can chat here live too as well. Try and pick those up. I'm going to move my chat box open and see what I've got and see if we get anybody chatting. Yep, we got somebody in there. There's Jeff Garrison, Cam Mario. There you are, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, thanks for tuning in. I have not talked to Jeff in a long time. Jeff is with Countrywide. I think, but well, he's not anymore. He can't be. He's with Bank of America now, but he was with Countrywide when we were doing business when I was a banker back in the day, and he was. And, man, his uh, company, Countrywide, supported my big mortgage company quite a bit. So love you, Jeff. Thanks for tuning in. 
And uh, I'll give you a call off the show. I owe you a call anyway. And uh, so you can you can text uh, there, uh, post on the show, and I'll see your messages. And I'll respond to you if you have any questions for me. And again, uh, Mortgage Madness, we're coming every week. Usually around this time, we started a little late, so apologize for that. Those people that are just listening to me, you can't see the snow or the snowman, uh, but it is snowing. It's cold here. I think we're down in the teens, and uh, it's beautiful. So let's talk about a few things. Date your mortgage, marry your home. You're going to buy a house. You're going to buy the house. The mortgage is going to change. We're going to see lower interest rates in the future at some point in time. We can't sustain this. Our economy just doesn't run well. It starts to fall off the rails. As you can see that on the news anywhere else. So it's just not going to not going to continue. So don't worry about that. But how do we make things affordable is really what we're talking about today. So that's the theme of this. And let's talk about Fed funds. Let's pop that up on the screen real quick if you can. So Fed funds, everybody says, hey, interest rates are going up and what have you. And um, they always hear this because that's what's announced and they hear the Fed funds are moving up. And yeah, I think on the 14th, they're meeting again and they'll probably move them another half a percent, three and three quarters, 4%. We'll probably be close to four and a half percent here coming the middle of December, which isn't directly related to the interest rates or mortgage rates, but you know, they, they can't have an impact on them. But the uh, interest rates, or I should say the fund fund. Fit, fit, Fed's rate, Fed's fund rate, I can't even say that today. It's cold, I'm snowing, I'm, I'm warming up still. But the Fed's fund rates are those rates that are charged between the depository institutions, one bank to another, credit unions lend to uh, banks or credit unions lend to other depository institutions that are short on their reserve requirements. And they do that on an overnight balances. If they have surpluses, they they lend those to banks that have to get their, their reserve requirements up to meet the requirements. And they do this back and forth. And so that's really what that impacts. That, that affects the banking industry a little bit and then uh, the, the gears and things that go on behind in the markets. But it's also an indication of, you know, how the uh, how the market's going to react. So indirectly, it can affect our rates, but not directly. So when you hear that rates are rising, you always say, well, which rates? And if you're looking at an indicator that's going to tell you whether the mortgage rates are up or down, it's really going to be the 10-year note. So look for the 10-year note and the bond market. And those are the kind of things that are going to tell you whether we're moving in one direction or another with rates and they change all the time. So uh, interest rates have been flat. Don't know how long that's going to go. November 10th, inflation data was the thing that caused that to drop. Uh, don't think it'll continue, but it may be there. Another thing to bring up too is conforming rates at the beginning of the year. We always have our conforming uh, loan amounts change and move and, and what have you. And those are going up and they're already in place now. And I work for Loan Depot. I'm a home loan officer uh, with Loan Depot. And my number is 1804310. That's my MLS. There's Loan Depot. Loan Depot uh, is already lending that way. And a lot of institutions are. We'll have our FHA uh, loan amounts coming out soon. VA is always, you know, maximum, whatever. It's there's They uncapped that some uh, a couple of years ago, I guess. But FHA is coming out and that'll certainly be higher depending on the counties that go by, based on the counties. But uh, those loan limits, conforming loan limits are going to be rising and they have. And so uh, they, a lot of institutions are funding with the higher amounts too. So now where you were on that edge possibly of buying and you were getting jumbo pricing, which is more expensive, you can get uh, cheaper conforming. Some product out there with some of the credit unions and some of the institutions I still use through Loan Depot because I can broker as well. And we find that sometimes they're competitive. We have, a, have an array of op options to use for you. And we can look to some of those institutions that have those uh, monies that are much cheaper, even when they're in the jumbo category. And uh, we do have that that option. So not always does the jumbo today with this crazy market mean you're going to pay a higher interest rate, but, it, but most of the time it does. 
Let's talk about how to make things affordable for buying. So I see things posted online all the time from agents and, and other people too, not necessarily the loan officers so much because we're reluctant to talk about, you know, specifics in that way, but I will, I don't care. I'm, I'm kind of that edgy guy. I'll do it. Come get me. Where are the mortgage police? There are no mortgage police, right, Jeff? No mortgage police. Um, but I will say that some agents out there are talking about and people in the industry talk about, you know, getting the, 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 getting the price of the home down because in our area, our region up here in, uh, in the Coeur d'Alene area, Idaho, in the panhandle of Idaho, uh, in this area, we're seeing that prices are dropping and it's happening around the country. And that's happening in a lot of places because the interest rates are higher. That means less people can buy and it, it takes away the buying power. So you, uh, shore that up, that buying power by lowering the price of the home. But what's interesting when you do that, if you lower the price of the home, and I'm going to pull up a couple of things there. There's let's let's put in the buy down scenario if you would on the screen for me. I want to take show you this. So here's the monthly payment difference on different types of options. So let's just say that you're going to buy a house, and in this example, let's use a five hundred thousand dollars sales price for example, and we use you know ten percent down. Okay. Um, a 30-year fixed, let's say that that's the baseline. You're going to get a 30-year fixed at asking price. That's baseline. That's vanilla. Everybody thought that way in past and what have you. Now we need to get a little more creative. But that's baseline. The, the next stage, which is where, again, we see a lot of these postings where agents are saying, hey, it's sellers are ripe to be able to negotiate with and get the lower price. And they talk about lowering the price. The difference in savings of $20,000 on a $500,000 home, so dropping the price from $500 to $480, will save you $129 in this scenario. This scenario is using rates from about two weeks ago, a little higher than they are now. But nonetheless, let's call it $129 and change. It'll save you. So if you negotiate $20,000 off of a home, and in this case, the $500,000 home down to four eighty, you're going to save you about $120,29. If we do a temporary buy-down, it will save you $591. Now, this is what everybody secondarily pushes. This is the second option. So the first option I'm hearing you know, on, online is, hey, get the seller reduced price. But that doesn't really, it's not enough oomph for you. You get a lot more oomph from the temporary buy-down. So the temporary buy down would drop, in this case, it might drop you down, let's say, two percentage points. So whatever it is. So if it's six and a half, it could drop you down to four and a half, seven and a half could drop you down to five and a half, so forth and so on. So whatever that rate is, that's the standard for the 30-year fix. And you do a buy down, you buy down two points, and then it comes up one point for the second year. And then it finally comes back up to market price the third year out to the 30th year. But initially, you save the difference between a baseline Asking price of 500 and no buy downs, but a standard 30 year fixed, you save $591.42 in this example. Let's go over to the next one, which is the fourth option, which is the one I advocate because it's just math. It's not my opinion, it's mathematical. So, this is math. This, this went through uh, analytics that said, hey, here's how this works out mathematically. The math on this is the temporary, I'm sorry, the permanent buy down versus the temporary saves you. Not as sexy as the $591 that the temporary does. So first off, when you look at this chart, you're going to go, well, the temporary is the way to go. But remember, temporary, key. It may feel good right out front on the first year, but it's going to catch up. and It's going to go all the way back up. That $591 is going to disappear. So on a permanent buy down, we're not going to go as low in the first year. We're not going to save $591. We're going to save $451 a month. So you're still saving 451, but that's forever. It doesn't change. 
So you're exceeding the 129 of just getting a price reduction of 20. You're not exceeding the temporary buy down in the first year only. The second year you do, you blow it away. In the third year, you, you wipe it out at $451 of savings. And that's permanent. So do not do the temporary. Do the permanent. The only time, because the temporary doesn't help you anyway, you're qualifying at the higher rate anyway. So the temporary is really just a cash flow question. But I'd rather put you into the permanent buy down where you do qualify at that start rate by permanently buying it down with that extra 20 grand. And it's there forever. So that's the way to go. Let's throw up the next slide there, if you would, for me, please. And we're going to look at the savings over 60 months. So here's the, the same things with the savings over 60, 60 months. Taking the price reduction of 20 grand, you save over 60 months, five years. I did this on a five year uh, uh, analysis. You, you save. $6,797. So let's just call it, you know, seven grand. You save seven grand in costs, savings over six months with the costs out of pocket spending. You don't spend as much. That 20 grand made some dent in your monthly over those five years to add up to $6,797 to call it seven grand. If you do the temporary buy down, the savings for you over that same 60 months is $12,554. So that's pretty cool. You save 12 grand if you do a temporary buy down. And if you get a price reduction of 20 grand, still, still you know, better than a poke in the eye, you get you save seven grand. So you save seven temp with the buy down, or I should say the reduction in the price of the price of the home by 20 grand. With the temporary buy down, you save 12,500. And with the permanent buy down, you save 32,217. Let's call it 32,000. $32,000 savings. Remember, it's permanent. It's permanent. The savings for a month is permanent. The savings over the five years is permanent. The temporary is just a quick fix. So again, we can prove through these analytics, through these these uh, quotients, we can we can determine that the permanent buy down is the best way to go. Let's pull up the next slide, Caroline, if you would. There we go. Beautiful. There it is. So let's go interest and MI, mortgage insurance, paid in 30 years. Now, this is a 30-year analysis. So if you just do the 30-year fixed rate at asking price, you're going to spend $692,000. If you do the price reduction of 20, 20 grand, you're going to do 66, six, 664000 So 692000 You down to 664 out of your pocket if you do the 20 grand reduction. That's okay. Not really, you know, it's 30 grand over 30 years, but you know, whatever. And then if we do the temporary bow down, you're saving six thousand six hundred and seventy-three thousand. Here what you're spending, I should say. You're spending six hundred and seventy-three thousand. So again, if you do nothing, you're spending six ninety-two in this example, six hundred and ninety-two thousand. You if you do a price reduction of twenty grand, you're spending six hundred and sixty-four thousand. If you do a temporary buy-down, you're spending six hundred and seventy-three thousand over the thirty years. If you do the permanent buy-down, you're spending five hundred and twenty-eight thousand. Five hundred and twenty-eight thousand versus six hundred and seventy-three thousand, or versus the price reduction of twenty grand. Clearly, the temporary buy-down doesn't even beat out over time the twenty thousand dollar price reduction, but you're you're saving. Quite a significant hundred over a hundred thousand dollars over the life of the loan by doing the permanent buy down. So there's no question that when you're negotiating, we can take get rid of those screens now. If when you're negotiating your your offer, your price on the home, leave the price up, leave the price up and get the money to permanently buy down the interest rate because that's really where you want to be. You want to permanently buy down that interest rate, use the money you're getting from that that seller 
from that they're not that they're reducing their their price down. Uh, get them to uh, give you that money so you can permanently buy down the interest rate. Buy down. Somebody's asking the question, "What is a buy down?" That's a great question. Thank you. The buy down is where you're paying interest for the loan or you're paying some money for interest that the investor is going to lose on not charging the higher interest rate. So if the interest rate is 7%, for example, the return on that investment on that money borrowed is X amount of money. Well, what's happening is if you say to the investor or the banker, me, Loan Depot, whoever, hey, I want a lower interest rate. Well, it's going to cost you something in discount points. Those discount points are discounting. You pay money up front to discount the interest rate down a level. So that's what you're doing. The temporary does the same thing. The temporary buy down is you're paying the interest between what you would pay at the third, you know, at the 30 year, the normal rate, the baseline. You're paying the difference on the interest you would be paying in that first year that they're not getting from what they should get, and the interest that they're not getting for the second year that's still lower because it's two one down, two one buy down. It's bought down by two points. It comes up one point the second year. And then the third year through the 30th, it comes back up to its normal note rate. And so you're paying that temporary buy down up front. And that's the 20 grand we were talking about getting from the seller. Instead, in this example of having them reduce the price by 20 grand, let's have them do a permanent buy down. So the buy down is you're paying money for the interest rate that the bank is not collecting over the period of time. You're paying that up front. So you're getting giving them cash to get a better monthly payment and a lower interest rate. So that's how that works. Um, so that's where we want to go with that. So don't drop the price when you're negotiating. Talk to your agent. If you have any questions about this, how to structure this, how to negotiate it. I, I've been negotiating for 38 years on in mortgage, real estate, and legal. And I got to tell you that there's a specific way of doing it I think is best. I also coach and mentor agents as well under the auspices of Agent Superstar. And I think that there's a way that you can come into this without confusing the seller and getting too many moving parts that they have to analyze and keep them on track with what's really best for them. Uh, I always say I'm the first and only uh, loan officer in the country that makes uh, selling uh, more profitable and makes selling more efficient. And you can do that by knowing your negotiating techniques and how you can get to that same place at the same at, at the table and a win-win for both buyer and seller. Okay, so that's that. Um, Let's talk a couple more things. I know we're going long today. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I'm doing it. Okay, so, and again, you're listening to Mortgage Madness with Mike Hobbs. Thank you for tuning in. You can find us on Spotify and iHeartRadio, and you can find us on the uh, uh, on podcast there. You can also find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook uh, and uh, LinkedIn, Twitter. You can find us in a bunch of different places as well, or me in a bunch of different places. I say us in a way. And um, let's talk about being cash. How do you make yourself competitive? We may save this for another time because we're running along. I want to get out of here in a minute. But make yourself cash buyer. There's ways to do that. We're going to talk about that next week because we're running along on time. So I'll share with you next time uh, when we have Sean Glenn on our show. She's an attorney, and she's going to come on the show with me. And we're going to be talking about real estate and things you can do to protect yourself and all sorts of cool things, anecdotal stuff. I've got my stories from having a law firm years ago working for Lean Law, and uh, we'll talk about those things. So so Sean Glenn is going to be my uh, guest next week on Mortgage Madness, so you don't want to miss that. Let's go to our last segment, which is what's up with that? It's my rant. What is up with that? What the heck? You've heard me talk about things before. Last week, you heard me talk about 
Finley Toyota, and I had this this warranty call in for my dash on my Jeep Grand Cherokee that was falling apart. And the main office now that handles all the different uh, companies, you know, I don't know what their name is. I don't know in front of me. But anyway, they basically said, sorry, you're out of luck, man. Even though you came in, you turned it in, we took pictures, you turned it in, we approved it. COVID came, boom, it's been too long. And I kept checking in. You're not going to get anything. Well, I just got a call from the GM, Chris, over there today, and he said, it doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what's going on. I have all the records. We see you came in. We see we took pictures. We see they responded. We see blah, 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 blah. And it's just, it's not right. It's not, we're going to take care of you. It's the right thing to do. Don't worry about it. Give me a couple more days. I'll call you on Friday. So my rant was, what's up with this? Because they weren't taking care of us. They made an offer. I accepted and they reneged on it, rescinded it. And it was just leaving us flat with a with a broken part on a car that was under warranty. No way. And so that was my rant last week. I'm happy to conclude that through this show and all the calls that you did to Finley Toyota, there were hundreds of calls that you listeners did for me. And it was awesome. I love it when we band together and do something like that is what forced Chris. No, I'm kidding. You didn't do that. But Chris was just a good dude and he's doing the right thing. So I have high marks and high regards for Finley Toyota out of Post Falls, Idaho. I think he's a stand-up guy as a GM there, and they're going to take care of us. So thank you very much, Chris, if you're listening to the show. I appreciate it. Uh, That is the conclusion on the what's up. I'm going to tell you, uh, I swung over from Spectrum to YouTube and to Zipply Fiber. And cutting the tie with Spectrum was horrible. If you have Spectrum, I'm just going to tell you right now, leave them, man. Go to YouTube. Go to Zipply Fiber. It's awesome. I'm talking here at my home uh, uh, on wireless right now and doing the stuff, and it's just seamless. I mean, I, that's something like a 1,000 gigs or something up and down. I don't even know. It's huge. And also, they're really friendly and cool. They made a little mistake in installing, and I think I'm getting a free iPad. They told me I'm getting a free something. Uh, it's some electronic device. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's an EV. I don't know. Anyway, they're giving me something free that's electronic. And uh, went to YouTube and it's great. Spectrum was horrible because they have a month to month and I didn't know what my contract. And so I canceled and I canceled it one day late because I had to wait for Zipply to get in. And they're charging me the full boat, 250 bucks is what they're going to charge me for the month of December. And I'm not even using it. And there's nothing you can do. And and once I got into that department, it felt like typical collection agencies where they're just like, they don't care, man. The relationship is over. You're out, done. We're going to take your money and go. So my what's up with that is that's not how they're going to continue to get better clients and things like that. And I have friends that work for Spectrum, but this, this, the entity with the television and the cable, not good. So anyway, that's my rant. What's up with that? There's nothing I'm going to get out of them. Big fat bureaucracy, and I'm not going to fight them for 250 bucks. But hey, be careful when you cut your tie uh, and go away from the cable, which I endorse 100% because it's awesome that you make sure you know your timing on that. Okay, we've gone long. We're 23 minutes on this thing. I'm going to wind this down and say goodbye. And you guys, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Tune in next week. Uh, I know I did. I had a great Thanksgiving. So I hope everybody did. We had our pre-Thanksgiving show. And then um, tune in next week because we're going to have Sean Glenn on. She's a real estate agent and uh, she will be coming on. So I'm going to sign off. Wish everybody well. Stay warm. Don't let the snow slow you down. If you're in California or somewhere it's warm, hey, enjoy it. I'll uh, send me a little note and tell me how nice it is or a picture. Anyway, that's it. Signing off. See you later, everybody. Thank you.